miss the lights of hyperspace. <laughs> what do you miss, L-52? Miss? From before. No, I I'm glad that the Empire is... Oh, not like that. Of course, good riddance. I mean, more like the everyday stuff, like the food. Nothing? I guess... Maybe those, uh, yellow travel biscuits from the Russian <laughs> Oh, that brings back memories. Oh, I don't think you can get those on the core worlds. Uh, no, you can't. Gotta say, though, I like the red ones. Oh. You're crazy. Travel biscuits. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. I'm Chuck. And I have ice cream. Oh, ice cream. Nice. And I'm well. I, I had a Snickers bar today. Snickers ice cream bar on the way down here. Uh, so, yeah, those are pretty good. Actually, the, the Milky Way one is fantastic if you haven't tried it. Try that one. I haven't had it in years. Anyway, we are going to talk about Chapter 19 of The Mandalorian called The Convert. And it's funny because at the end, I, I, I thought that I mislabeled it. And it was actually The Covert. Um, but it, no, it's not. It's no. the convert. So I, I, I wasn't sure if they were trying to like do like a like a twofer with the title, but no, not at all. Um, so yeah, this is the is this the third episode? Mm -hmm. Yes, third episode of season three of The Mandalorian. Um, what are you guys thoughts? You know, so far with the, with the show. All right, can I go first this time? Go ahead. Sure. Yes. Cool. So I liked the beginning and I liked the end. I hated the middle. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Really? I I unless they go somewhere with this, um Yeah. I I was not a I was not a I was not a fan of the entire episode. <laughs> most of the episode, yeah. Um it, it's weird because, you know, I what? Is he dead? We don't know. Is he is, is 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 he the man in black from Princess Bride right now? Like we we don't know. Like we don't know what you you look at me like this look of like in the Princess Bride the same thing basically happens I, to him. I get it. Um, no, no, but yeah. No. Well. Yeah. No, I have never seen bride. I've never seen the Princess Bride, so I have no idea what either one of you are talking about. Well, right that now. is going on the list. <laughs> that is going. You on the need list. to see Princess Bride. Wow. Okay. Um, I have no, I, I have no problem watching it. I just I've never seen it. It's a fantastic film. Um, <laughs> it definitely makes Deadpool. Um, Deadpool two is so much better. <laughs> Deadpool two to have what is it one and a half? Is that what is it one? Once, is it once upon a Deadpool. Once upon a Deadpool makes it so much better because then you understand why they did it. Um, it's so good. But yeah, this I I don't understand. I I just I wasn't a fan. I was like I watched it and I was like that so happened. It okay. Is your is your big issue? You don't know if it's gonna go somewhere, so you're like, I don't feel comfortable with this because I'm not sure if they're gonna go anywhere with it. It has nothing. Something like this, I could have seen fit more into 
an Andor type show? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. It felt like an Andor episode. Yes. 100%. Fitting this, yes. Fitting this into the Mandalorian doesn't fit. Mm. Um, so. Well, fitting the Mandalorian into Boba Fett didn't fit because it was actually good. Right. So I was like, I was confused. I was like, am I watching Andor? Am I watching the Mandalorian? Because you start off where it takes off, where, where it ends last episode and all this amazing stuff happens and then it just flips the script and you're like, hmm. who, why, Yeah, don't care? And then it goes back to where it left off from the beginning of the episode and you're like, okay, so that happened, great. Um, it was pretty disjointed, I'll agree. Now what? So, yeah. Now, now, if they... If they were ending the season and they wanted to throw something crazy like this into it and then leave you with a cliffhanger for next season, I could see that as well, too. See, episode three in the middle of this, this for me was the worst episode out of all three of them. Okay. Except for the beginning and the end. I liked the beginning and I liked the end. I was not a fan of the middle. Okay. Will, thoughts? I love this episode. I thought this episode was fantastic from beginning to end. I loved the middle. I love the whole story that they're doing there. And I have a lot of thoughts about that. And I even have a theory that I'll get to later. My one problem that I have with this episode isn't even about the Mandalorian. It's about the Disney machine and what they're doing. How they're throwing this in there to entice you to keep paying for Disney Plus so that you'll watch whatever this is going to turn into, if it's going to turn into anything at all. That's my only issue is you see the Disney machine on full display. That's my only problem. And it's 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 so small that I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it. Now, as far as this story that we're getting, and I'm, I'm not even going to really pay a whole bunch of attention to what happened within The Mandalorian. It was two little scenes. It means absolutely nothing for the overall string of, of, of his story. It means absolutely nothing. What's really important is this middle 40 minutes that's going on. In... The first season of The Mandalorian, Lee, you might remember this, I made a really bold claim about how that season was going to end, and you kind of laughed at me. In the first couple of episodes, I said, I swear to God, if Luke shows up at the end of the season, I'm going to lose yeah, it, and I almost said it half-jokingly, and then mm -hmm. it happened, and I was mm -hmm. absolutely, I know. It, 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 it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I remember it, I remember it vividly, because um, <laughs> talking, talking, saying... I can't wait to discuss this <laughs> and talking with my neighbor. And actually my neighbor reached out. He goes, Will's going to be so pissed. <laughs> hey, I was part of that conversation. Yes. So I'm going to make a bold claim here as well. We'll get into the episode as, as I'm sure we will. And we'll talk more about it, but I just want to get into this now. They We're went, yes, no, no. They went and got this equipment from the ship that can further his experiments with cloning for a reason. There is talk of a very supportive and loving mother, and when they're on the, the Star Destroyer, for whatever reason, they have some very odd-looking windows that are there. I'm going to say it right now, I think they're going to try to clone Anakin. I'm saying it right now. It's too on the nose. It's too on the nose for it to be Palpatine. Plus, we know that that's kind uh, of a new... Hang on. Plus, we kind of know that that's kind of a new order thing that's going to happen. We don't really know a whole lot about... Um, 
what's this the uh, the, the the what's this government that's in place right now I'm, I'm blaming the new, republic. the new republic we don't really know much about the new republic but from everything that we do know it's uh new boss same old you know bs because they're 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 pretty much doing the same tricks when they're indoctrinating people and there's a whole lot of manipulation going on and now we have a mind flare they did all this for a reason i don't just think it's for um this female character to further her status i don't just think it's for any of that i think it's for a reason the windows if you look at them the right not even if you look at them the right way it's pretty on the nose if you look up a still image of them or if you go and watch the episode again it's a mirror image of the inside of vader's helmet that's exactly what those windows are you don't see them at all throughout the original trilogy but for whatever reason here they show up they're purposely put there for a reason and now you have this doctor who's experimenting with cloning and he tells this really weird story about how you know his mother was loving and caring and she ended up dead and all that it's so on the nose it's so on the nose about what they want you to think about here I don't think it's going to go anywhere for, you know, future storytelling I, I, or anything like that. But at the very least, something is going to happen here and they're going to try. I don't know what the mind flare. Ha- I don't know why that whole thing happened. It's really weird. But that's uh, my I'm that's sorry. that's my big theory about what's happening here. So that is not a mind flare, by the way. It's a 602 mitigator. Enough. It's a similar device. Enough. It's a trap. <laughs> they even had that. They yeah. even had the it's a it's trap, trap line. Unbelievable. But anyways, that's so, my so, that that's my big takeaway from this episode. That's what I think is going on. That's and that So let me Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm done. Rip me okay. apart. Go ahead. Rip me apart. No, 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 no. Um I have no I have nothing to say in regards to your theory cuz we don't know. Like, there's no, there's nothing out there that says that. So it could be a great theory. Um, let me say this: if this episode wasn't in The Mandalorian, it would be a fantastic episode to me. I think the 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 trickery, the relationship building, the storytelling was fantastic. That just speaks I to just... how that just speaks to how poor the first two episodes of The Mandalorian were. That this is the best part of the third season. That's to me, to me personally. Right, we had the same problem. In, we had the same problem in Boba Fett. Mandalorian showed up, and all of a sudden, oh my god! And now here, it, for me personally, it's something similar. The first two episodes of of the season so far have been kind of lackluster, and it's been repeating a lot, a lot of the same old tricks. And then all of a sudden, oh, here's this really weird, really disjointed, jilted, you know, storyline that we're just going to shoehorn in here for whatever reason. Disney machine, but it, it's 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 odd. It's odd. And if you're if you're not confused, but if you're just taking aback by it, I don't blame you. But for me personally, it 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 speaks to how <laughs> weird this season has been so far. That they 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 put this in here, and so far, this is the best of the Mandalorian that I've seen. It's I I don't have any other way to say it. For me, it's not the best of the Mandalorian because he wasn't even in it except for the beginning <laughs> and the end. Exactly. Um, but if the the story itself was great, I just don't think it was meant. I don't think it fits into this 
miniseries into this show. If they did this in Andor, it would have been so much better. They can't do it in Andor because you're you're talking about two different timelines. We saw this we saw this clone doctor at the beginning of the series. So he can't yeah, he can't the really they, The only reason they did it here is because of the tie to this timeline. So that's no, why they did it. I I get that. But what I'm saying is the the they could have done a similar storyline here with other characters in Andor and it would have fit better. The the way they did this because in Andor they went from the rebellion to the empire to the rebellion to the empire to the rebellion to the empire. Mandalorian never has done that. You see bits and pieces of it sprinkled in, but they've never really followed the empire through episodes. I they think... would follow empire stuff through most of episodes in Andor. So the story itself would have fit better in that than it did in here. What you're saying right now, what you're saying right now is true. And I think they need to do more of that in the Mandalorian. If this show is going to have any kind of staying power, it cannot survive on Din's story alone. Something, something else needs to happen. Well, the hardest part about it is they could (laughs) have, it could have worked if they didn't undo what they done did at the end of season two. Exactly. But they did. You're right. So now they put themselves in this stupid hole. And this is just the issue that I've had with it since the show started back up again. And it really stinks because I agree with you guys that Andor was a fantastic show and, and superior um, to what they've been putting out um, otherwise. And, and that's what that's what stinks about it, because The Mandalorian started off so good. I mean, first season, fantastic. Second season, good. Then The Book of Boba Fett. Very confusing. I don't know why. Andor comes out, blows everything out of the water. Um, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, I thought, was good for what it was. For what it was. Um, but... This is just. I think the problem so with dis- Kenobi. I think the problem with Kenobi it was so forgettable. Yeah, I'm having I mean, a really I, I hard time. Yeah, I'm having a really hard time remembering everything that happened in that show. The best part that happened in there was that was the final duel between he and Darth yeah, Vader. Exactly, and that was and, and that was amazing. It was fantastic. It was he fantastic. Had the high ground. Sure. <laughs> I think like the dog fight in this. The dog fight in this fantastic. episode was fantastic. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, I just, to me, I'm not opposed to the story. Again, it's just it doesn't fit in this TV show. That's, that's I don't that's think. For me. Here's the thing. I don't think it fits either. But I think that's a good thing for the Mandalorian. I don't. I. I. I don't think this show moving forward. I don't think this show should be just about Din. Right. I don't well, think it wasn't before because they had what's his name, the sheriff who came in and he right. was a big part. Uh, right. He was a big part of it. Right. And then you had, which was great. They bounced around. Well, they tied in. They tied in. They tied in. This is completely it's disjointed. Not tying in. This is completely yes. disjointed. And I, 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 I think, I think that's a good direction. Do I think it should be as jarring as this? No. But I think they do need to move in a different direction where you bring in other characters and you give them their own spotlight independent from Din. I don't think he can I, I don't think this character can carry the show any further than he already has. I just don't. So, here, so, here, so here's no. the question then. So here's the question then. From this point on, 
is there an opportunity for them to follow him or are they going to follow her or are they going to follow or is he done for like i think they're just doctor, I feel like, like is l52 i think it depends it is, is he... i think it depends on how the mind flare works because they do have that line about oh it's going to wipe his memory or whatever so i think it entirely depends on what happens to his brain since she cranked it up to 11 it up to 11 right yeah and i and i think it also i think the episode itself was was serving more um as a as a world building yes um because it's i don't think it was so much just focusing on the characters but focusing on what life is like with this new republic because the new republic is brand new we've never seen it we i mean we've heard of it it was kind of like beginning this is all you know after um you know, after all the events of the Return of the Jedi and everything like that. So the New Republic is supposed to be when the um, rebels or whatnot were back into office and, and starting to make things like, okay, again, what, what are you laughing about? Are we sure about that? Are we sure about that? We have him sitting well, down uh, giving uh, his I, feelings to a droid. I understand that, but this is my point. This is my point is, listen, it's not the Empire. It's supposed to be the people who were... You know, it was the old government trying to, like, make its way into normalcy. And it's it's now we're seeing it here as this weird combination of this is what happened, what happens when people are in power. It's not going to go well. It's going to become more like the Empire. It's going to continue to be this thing, no matter how we slice it. Because you listen to this, you know, to the, uh, the Mon Calamari there, you know, Akbar, you know, type character for you guys. It's a trap. Um, yeah, so you hear him, and he's like, he's, everybody in there that's part of the New Republic, they genuinely believe they're doing good. But then you see people like, you know, in the old one, you rebel scout, like, they're all just like evil people, you know, except for the guys who, you know, were just working on that construction site, building the Death Star, and, you know, just fell off, and whatever, the hazard pay must have been ridiculous there, but my point is... Very robot chicken. Um, yeah, robot chicken, exactly. <laughs> um, no, didn't you know what? That's a oh my god! Now I'm getting another idea about a movie we should do. We should do Clerks too, because I would love to have a conversation about <laughs> not Clerks two, Clerks. I, yeah, we should we should you. do Clerks because I would love to have a conversation about that whole thing about you know just independent contractors on the Death Star and <laughs> what is what is happening. A whole bunch of innocent bystanders right. just got blown up. It's fantastic. Right. <laughs> Right. It's a great line. So um, when they no. when they when they actually introduced him having that conversation with the droid, mm-hmm. it, it brought me back to Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yes, yes, absolutely. That was well, that's both, all I could both, think both of. Twenty forty nine more than the original. I guess so. Yeah, twenty because yeah. it happens so often because it happens periodically in twenty forty nine. It happened once not, yeah. in the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was. So there's, uh, you guys probably haven't seen it, but there's this, you know, post-apocalyptic show. Have you guys seen the Divergent trilogy? Yeah, I think I watched them. I'm pretty sure I did. I think I watched something. I don't remember. I don't remember. I'll so, say that. So I don't they, remember. It was forgettable. So, <laughs> okay, I, there you go. They're They're not our type of show or movie where, you know... It's it's super on the nose for the whole thing, but it's like a 
you know, it's like a um, Hunger Games type movie. Ah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. It came okay. out after Hunger Games. Okay. And it all felt the same. Okay. Yes. Right. It's okay. Survive so, in the future so what happens is they have this post-apocalyptic world, and they're trying to overthrow this government. Who this lady is? You know, she's just evil. She's mean. And they end up overthrowing her, and then the people who step up into her place start doing exactly what she's doing. Yes. Right. As the good guy. Yeah. Which is what they're portraying here. Absolutely. In this show. They're absolutely they're portraying that, you know, um what was the you know, power in and of itself will always, you know, it just destroys just the, the human society overall. Um but even even a long time ago in a galaxy far far away, you know, it doesn't matter who has the power, the it, it just becomes you know control. It's it's 1984 on the other side, and it's <laughs> tell me you've seen 1984. I read the book a long time ago, so have you watched the movie? I heard really bad things about the movie, so no, because I loved the book so oh, much the when I first watched it, so I didn't even bother with the movie. The movie's fantastic. Really? It's not. It's not like Fahrenheit nine uh, nine uh, four. Is it four eleven? I was. I thought you were about to say Fahrenheit nine eleven. Like, oh, wow. Uh, okay. I was right. No, it's Fahrenheit. But they had Michael B. Jordan play the main character in that. That's just like not. Okay. Good. Okay. Uh, but in 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 nineteen eighty four. They actually, you know, the government takes over, becomes very, you know, hostile and whatever. In this, um, it, it just shows that the good guys really, you know, and the, this new republic, you know, when the Jedi are gone, this is what happens. You know, really, when the Jedi really, ru- really when the Jedi doesn't. Ruled, it wasn't like this. Really doesn't paint Luke in the best of lights. Like I've been saying that for a long time now like he's alive he's capable to be in a position of power but he's not and here's this brand new tyrannical government that's rising up like okay and you do Mm -hmm. nothing he runs and he hides he he ran and he hid yeah unbelievable i'm not even talking about what happens in the sequel trilogy i'm talking about what's happening right now in this timeline right it's 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 so irresponsible of him. That's just but that's just me. That's just me. Well, yep. you no, know, he's yeah, he's he was he was training his Padawans and then, mm-hmm. you know, he got scared. So and, and but like but like I said, there are Jedi out there. You have Luke out there. You have Ahsoka Tano out there. Something could be better than it is. There's a better alternative than the New Republic. It's just the same old, same old, and that's exactly what this was painting, and that's they, another they reason why. Bring, that's another reason. Bring back the Jedi Order. Yeah, that's another reason why I love this episode. Uh, uh, to what Lee said, that's another reason why I love this episode because of the world building. Like, it's not even on Luke though, because even the sequel trilogy, Leia it's on Luke. Is over, it's on Luke. Leia is right, but Leia is also over the re- the rebellion it's, in the sequel trilogy. All right, so where is she in all this? Fine, it's on both of them. It's it's yeah. on both of them. For, for what's happening here, it's unreal. I just I don't know the whole the the whole thing is just really really confusing the way that they're building this world and what's actually going on and and eventually I'm assuming 
eventually we'll get some type of TV show or maybe some type of movie just describing why the New Republic fell, what happened. It's just, it's, it's odd. It's odd, but I do. I loved this episode. This episode was fantastic. Here's my question is they, (laughs) they're bringing in all this, all this hoopla in around cloning in this universe. Been there. Did it. We've experienced it. We know what happens. We know they can do it. Why are they doing it again? Not to this extent. To what extent? They have a doctor here who wants to continue his research. There's even, isn't there even like, there's, I don't know if, I I don't remember the exact dialogue. I don't remember the exact dialogue or the exact phrasing, but there's some talk about he wants to continue his research and he doesn't just want to create mindless, you know, um, mindless Stormtroopers, like he wants to further this thing along. Yeah. But they weren't mindless, though, because even when we saw in Obi Wan, they were all walking around living life regular after the fact. Um, so they weren't mindless. They were there. There was a time when they were being controlled um, in the Order sixty six part. But they made an entire let's call it an entire race of clones. I mean, they were thousands of them. In the um, Obi Wan Kenobi time, they weren't clones anymore. That's in Kenobi, the TV show, when he was going yes. and he runs into the people on that planet, and he's mm-hmm. going, he's trying to find, um, what's his name? Mm-hmm. Um, he runs into people that were clones. We the see homeless, we the see homeless, a guy. homeless clone. Yes. Yeah, we see. But we see what? one that's homeless. He's not a stormtrooper. He was just a drunk. Stormtroopers, stormtroopers are not clones. I we we <laughs> clone troopers. Let's call it. Let's call it what they were. Clone troopers. They made an entire army of troopers out right. of Jango uh, Fett. Roger, Roger. So yeah. <laughs> those were the droids. <laughs> um, but outside of Order sixty six, they had they weren't mindless. They were they were capable of living their own life. What else do they need to do? What else are they trying to go after in this by introducing this idea of clones when they did this in our time frame twenty three years ago, twenty four years ago? We There's don't a need. Here. What's There's the difference? difference? Because the way that they portrayed the cloning back then was they are cloning soldiers. What he is looking to do is he's looking to do more Jurassic Park stuff. Yes. Where he's changing things. He wanted to take he wanted to take DNA different strands and different things and put them together and basically create one to do what he wanted to create. He was trying to play God. He spent way too much time thinking whether or wondering whether he could or whether he could, not thinking whether he should. And that was the whole thing here, that he is pushing trying to do and, uh, things. And uh life will uh, uh find a uh, way. Yes. <laughs> So do you remember do you remember the scene in Clones where Kenobi goes to the facility and you see all the Django yep. uh, uh, okay yep. yes this this scientist this doctor wants to escalate go, go away from down. that that's what i mean right. when i say he wants to do more than just create the mindless clone mhm and that's that's what he basically said in his little speech right yeah mhm that's that's okay. should, that's what I should I will, we get into the episode itself. I, yes, please. I think, because I think we're 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 focusing on little tiny details and not so much how we feel about the episode. 
Um, so we get it. Chuck uh, likes the beginning and the end, not the actual episode. Uh, Will loves the actual episode. And I don't know, it seems like you're, that's all you really care about is the actual episode, not the beginning and the end so much. And I, um, I enjoyed all of it for what it all was. So, you know, what I think was my favorite episode? No. But honestly, everything that I once once watching it again, I realized I, I loved every part of it. Yay! So, um, <laughs> so let's get into it. Maybe I'll have to watch it again. I've only watched it once. Maybe it will take a second viewing for me to go. Oh, mm-hmm. so yeah. Basically, the whole thing starts off where they're right where they ended. You know, you've got Bo-Katan and and Din who are what? I was right. What? I was right. I forgot to bring this up. I was right. Last week, the two of you got on me when I said, yeah, he just fell right in. And the two of you said, no, 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 he was dragged down, Will. You don't know what you're talking about. And here we begin with the two of them talking, and he doesn't remember anything. He admits to falling straight down, and he did not see anything else. How would he get pulled down like he that. didn't get pulled down he fell straight down he sank to the bottom he said he sank to the bottom he said he, he has how? no memory go figure how they still, that they could be that could just be like, his that could just be him telling his perspective of it when really that cracking thing took him down you two are huffing on the copium right now he said he sank to the bottom he does not rem- he said i saw nothing i didn't feel anything right. nothing he paid no mind or no attention to the mythosaur that was down there whatsoever and out of his own mouth i sank to the bottom mm-hmm. from his perspective but she's oh. asking that no we don't she's know ask- she's oh, asking wow. that knowing that the thing was there yeah right suspicious that she it, knew it was there she Here's knew it was my there question Here's my thing. We don't know enough about the mythosaur. It's called a mythosaur to know what it can and cannot do because that creature clearly didn't go after them when they swam by. She freaked no. out. No. But it was just like, oh, hey. And then How just you left. I don't yeah, know if that's in water to just fall like that as if he was falling in free air, but yeah, in water. It, it's strange. It's so strange. Let's... A rock doesn't fall that fast, but okay. he's going to fall that fast. No. No, no. He okay. doesn't remember. Is what he it's said. Okay, guys. It's okay. He said okay. he doesn't remember. So that's that. You're, he remembers. That he remember. No, he remembers sinking to the bottom, but he doesn't remember seeing anything. He remembers sinking to the bottom out of his right. own mouth. And maybe, it's, and maybe it's like the silence, which you don't understand because you didn't watch Doctor Who. Let's um. So, yeah. Anyway. So for the first time ever, for first. the first time ever on this podcast, Lee is ignoring dialogue. I just want to state that it's for the not, record. You are you are flat ignoring out dialogue. ignoring dialogue. If you get, I've been in a car accident, and in the car accident, I I'm not going to tell you what happened in the car accident. You know why? Because I was knocked unconscious, and I don't remember what actually happened. So, he clearly doesn't remember what happened. He so, says I sank. So yeah, because that's the only thing you can say. Because there's one moment where you were so sinking, you're, and then another moment so where you're, you're, you're on the bottom. Of the your interpret- of the so your interpretation of this is he took the wrong step and went under and was immediately knocked out from this. I don't know. This is what I was saying because I never got to finish my statement or get more than two words into this talk. Okay. So, or really any of this today, I feel like it's been you guys, I'm done. but um. We don't know 
what the mythosaur is capable of doing. We don't know if it has some type of telekinesis or like that Bogalit thing that we saw in Rogue One. We don't know what the mythosaur can do. It's a mythosaur. By name, mythosaur. It's mythical. We have no idea. So we will find out more when they finally give us an episode that actually has to do with the Mandalorian. Okay. We will then know what the heck happened there. Okay. It's going to come out. It's going to make sense. They're not going to just show the mythosaur and move on and never get into it. There's going to be an explanation. Something is going to happen. Like a panther. Like a panther. <laughs> oh, no. Continue. Anyway. So they explain what happened there. I don't remember it being – I didn't think it was so deep. Yeah, it, well, it wasn't so deep, but all the bombing must have caused seismic activity to make it deeper, blah, blah, blah. He's off. He's like, well, I'm redeemed. And she's like, all right, uh, did you see anything alive down there? He's like, nope. Okay, sounds great. Still doesn't make any sense why he went down there. So something happened. Something wiped his mind. Maybe it was a mind flare or, sorry, you know, a uh, 602 mitigator or whatever. <laughs> so anyway, they go back up there. They're on her ship. She makes a, a joke about, hey, you know, we did a great job. You're good. I, I'd say let's go back home and we'll have a feast, but um, you're probably not going to take your helmet off, so never mind. Got it. Suddenly there's these TIE interceptors that come out while they're out in space, and they're coming after them. So it's like, okay, these Why? interceptors are a lot more challenging. Why? Hmm? Why? Well, we get this whole we get this whole middle part and we 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 learn there that the new republic is is recycling or dismantling everything that is imperial and yeah so there was a line that i did not pick up both times the first time i didn't hear it second time i thought i heard it but i didn't have time to rewatch it and find it they said something about yeah they get a little upset when you steal their property or something like that so as if her ship or somebody's ship or something didn't belong to them. And okay. somebody made a comment back after that. I don't remember what it was. I wish I had time to go back. But okay. somebody said something as to the reason why the Empire was after her. So um, I thought this whole scene was fantastic. Yes. I loved every yes. moment of it. I'm, I'm sitting there going, yes! Like, I, you know, I watch these episodes before I go to work sometimes, and it was just it was a great way to start my day. This was a but, fantastic dogfight, yes. So good, so yes. good. It was amazing. Um, so the idea is get back to Calavara where her castle is so he can get back to his N1. He, he pulls a, a Tony Stark or you could say Tony Stark or, or Captain America because both of them like to jump out of their jets, right? What, Chuck, do you have something to say? Just did a little research and every website says that he was pulled down. Okay. Every commentary says that he was dragged to the bottom. He didn't just fall. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> he jumps out and then he goes all the way down. He's flying. I love how he's flying as these, these tie interceptors are like flying around him. And he's just kind of like, whoops, whoops. Uh, 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 and they miss him. Right. Mm. He goes down, kicks in his jetpack just as slow as fall, just before he gets down to the end one really perfect cool. timing. He really rolls cool. up, it yeah. pops right up and runs in there and he gets into that ship. And that thing starts up quicker than it actually could possibly start up. And he pulls pulls back and shoots up in the air and, and completely um, misses, misses the explosion. <laughs> yeah, it's like you see it shot and then suddenly he pulls back and then it's like, poof, like, wow, okay, that ship is fast. It looked fantastic. I, I, 
it it still looked fantastic. Yes. It is one of my favorite scenes I've ever seen. It, it um, I was thinking that too, but I didn't want to say anything because I, I figured you, you would be like, no, 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 this from this movie. I think this looked like it belonged in a movie. Like this looked yeah. like it stands up this there. It stands up there with a lot of the and we say a lot of negativity about you know the prequels. The dog fights and the and the action scenes in those movies are fantastic. I don't think anybody would argue with well, that. This compares to a lot of that. It was great. And I think we've had this I conversation like before, too, is Star Wars, Disney with Star Wars, at least. They haven't... They haven't let us down production-wise. It's mm, always been no. the story. It's yeah. always been the storytelling that we've had a hard time with. But production-wise, they've always looked really good. Except Luke's CG face. At the end of season two, but I, listen, I I don't have a, I don't have the same problem with CG that you do. I know you can see it clearly clearer than I can. Obviously, I don't have the same problem, but I will say, as much as I'm against the idea, I still think they should have got Sebastian Stan. I that's just oh, I completely agree. Oh wow, really? I agree. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. They've been talking about it for years, and he yeah. and he even said, "Hey, if they ever ask me, I'll say yes." It's I, I don't I don't understand. It it should have happened, but it didn't. They could have. They could have, yeah. and it would have been totally acceptable. Yes, I think so totally too. Totally acceptable. Just contacts, you know, and then he's yeah. good to go. Anyway, um, so this scene was awesome. We get more Tie Fighters, um, as they're going through more blips, and suddenly her castle is blown up. Yeah. Okay. That's Did rough. Not expect that. Um, I expected more Tie Fighters, not the castle being blown up. So, so then, question: Was it? Yeah. Was it? Were they just keeping her distracted in the dogfight so that they could blow up her home? I kind of thought that. I mean, it's a possibility, but it the seemed reality that way is there to me. So many, there were so many of them. Yeah, I guess so. Where did they all come from? <laughs> um, space. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How about Space. you get all the way off my back about it? <laughs> Tie fighters are tight. Tight, um, tight, tight. <laughs> uh, we don't know where the Tie fighters are. We don't. We know it's the Empire trying to destroy. Uh, is it the Empire still? So there's, there's, I have there are no remnants, idea. There are remnants of the Empire. Um, when you get into stuff like the Thrawn trilogy and stuff like that, there are still some Star Destroyers that are manned um, by. But there are Star Destroyers in the sequel trilogy too. They just not the same Star Destroyers. Yeah, but well, they're being utilized ones, by the New yeah. Order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, util those are so, utilized by the New Order. That I understand. Here, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, a lot of stuff. So, a lot of stuff. And it's, it's funny. I know, that, I know that Disney is not considering a lot of the Legend stuff canon, but they they sure seem to be taking a lot from it. So, so, genu so genuine... Before you go, Chuck, I'm sorry. Genuine question. So, when you when you referenced like, the Thrawn trilogy where uh, there are these remnants of, of, um, of the Empire... I'm just curious. Mm. Maybe it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Do they still think they're in a position of power? They do because they they want the empire to like have a like make a comeback. Like they really feel like we can do this. You know, we're still we're we're not done yet. Okay. That's, That's the mindset that they have. You know, they're very like they're in it to win it. So is there like a rogue <laughs> like the Star Destroyer out there somewhere in the galaxy that these... It has to be, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be the Chimera, which is what Thrawn 
Okay. Uh, is is overseeing. But then okay. then they got to Katana Fleet, which was this whole fleet of of uh, star cruisers and stuff that were supposed to, you know, that were supposed to be built. And then it was this whole fight between who's going to get them. And okay, yeah, there's a lot to it. But okay. the reality is, um, yeah, I, there are still some, you know, um, admirals and moths and whatever that are still overseeing. Do they matter, um, or is it just like, oh, whatever? This is a nuisance. That's just can. No, no, they matter. Okay, they matter. Okay, that's uh, that's more that's from, more what I meant. That I should have asked that question yeah. instead. Then I apologize. That's more they, what I they meant. They matter. It's it's not like they're they're not just like you know, um, they're not like clickers and things like that. And <laughs> the Last of Us they just don't okay. matter anymore. Okay, okay. Um, so anyway, um, castle's destroyed. Chuck. She's just yes, Chuck. I'm sorry. Well, I was gonna go earlier. Um, no, my so my two questions are this first. Where the Tie Fighters come from? I mean, they, obviously they came from a Star Destroyer or something, because um, they don't, you know, even in A New Hope, they're too far out to be to be here on their own. So they're. I too think far. we're gonna get the answer to that. I hope soon. so. I really. I mean, hope we have. So. We, then they destroy. Sure but then they destroy her castle, and then they take off, and they don't revisit that at all. Um, well, they didn't have a chance to. They only had like five minutes of screen time. <laughs> well even when they even at the end when they land, she's not like, oh my gosh, they destroyed my castle. It's I'm not one of you guys. And that's where it that's what that's where it starts off. Um uh-huh. there's no conversation whatsoever about her home being destroyed. No, not um, yet. Not they had really. to get to a safe place first. We're gonna get that conversation in the next episode. Granted it's you know it has to do with the Mandalorian. And not Dr. Pershing or somebody else. Is that? Yeah, we will. We will get a lot of these answers in the next episode. I, I truly believe that. Okay. We have to. Okay. Um, because where else can it really go? Why are they hiding out there? Well, because they were being attacked by Tie Fighters. Where do they come from? Well, I guess we'll find out. So, I think that's just it's just a matter of being patient. Um, you can say I can't wait to find out, Chuck. No, but you're gonna have to. So, anyway, a lot more Tie Fighters are there. She's going after them. She's mad. and But there are a lot more TIE Fighters. And I love how it shows them come in on the radar. Where yeah. It's like, bing, 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 yeah. bing. Like, oh, crap. Okay, no, we no. We gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm gonna give you coordinates to jump. We're jumping out of here. So he finally convinces her to, you know, chill out for a moment to think clearly, get out of there. There's no way we're fighting them. Okay, and they get out. They jump, and then it cuts over to Coruscant. I thought they were going to Coruscant, so I got very disoriented here. And I think I think that was the idea. That's just the to point. Throw yeah. For a moment, um, but it was just it was it was strange. I understand that was the point, but it was still very strange. It's 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 kind of like the 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 one eighty rule um, when you're when you're doing film when you're shooting something. Now, in a in a given movie, if uh, if you're showing a character in a scene and you're looking at them from like one side, you don't ever want to put the camera 180 degrees on the other side and get the other side of their face because it totally disorients the person who's watching it. From the front if or you, from the back? Uh, from from a side. No, 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 profile. no, no. Profile. Pro- profile. Yeah. yeah, like a profile You don't go from profile like to that. profile? No, not in the same scene. It really messes people <laughs> up. If, if you watch it like that, it's like, whoa, what just happened? Is that the same person? Are they in the same room? What just happened there? It's really weird, but it's a subtle... Thing to pay attention to in film. Michael Bay has done that. 
Michael Bay does a circle around people. <laughs> <laughs> that is different. <laughs> that is different. That is a continuous circle as opposed to going from – so I, I, I shot a scene in college. I remember doing this, and it was somebody – it might have been me. I don't remember, but I was, like, directing it, and somebody was getting something out of a vending machine, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, and I had it show them walk up to it, and then it showed them – then it changed to the other side, and it shows them pressing the buttons and stuff like that and, and trying to get things out. And the teacher was like, oh, you just broke like a huge rule. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, notice how it looks really strange. And I'm like, no, I want to get I want to catch all of their emotions and different sides. And he's like, yeah, but here. And he showed me like a scene from something else. And I was like, oh, okay, I see that. Like, it is very disorienting if you're not thinking if you're just viewing it, it can really mess you up. My direct my direct thing is um, bad boys. When the first one, when they're on the um, they're on the runway, uh-huh. Michael Bay does profile to profile. He doesn't do a circle there, and it looks mm-hmm. really weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's the one eighty rule. Okay. So it's like when you do something like that, it disorients people. So if you're gonna say, "Hey, we're gonna jump," and then suddenly it cuts to a totally different story with totally different people, it's mm-hmm. like, "Wait, what? Oh, uh, okay." Like I understand why they did it, but I also don't understand why they did it. If that makes any sense. Okay. You know, like I understand what they were going for, yeah. But I, but I don't understand why they did it the way that they did it. It was still, it was still very off-putting. Anyway, <sighs> we're here on Coruscant, and Doctor Pershing is given the speech about his research and how it was twisted into something else by Moff Gideon. Yeah. You know, into what Moff Gideon wanted. But yeah. the whole thing was he was saying, "I had good intentions. All of this was for the best intentions, right?" And what do they say? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Well, here we go. Um, now, it, every time he gets nervous or starts, like, recalling something from his past, he, like, touches his ear, has this ear thing going on. Now, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. Did he get shot in the ear in, like, the last time we saw him? Is that why there's, like, a little, like, piece of his ear missing? I couldn't – okay, so <clears throat> totally off topic. I'm sorry. But when I saw him touching his ear, all Chuck, all I thought about was the fanatic – when he's rocking back and forth and he keeps on playing with his ear. <laughs> John Travolta does this ridiculous tick in that movie where he's rocking back and forth and he starts like fiddling with his ear, but he doesn't just fiddle with his ear. He fills with it and then he smells it. It's really weird. So you and, realize his son is autistic, right? Who's John Travolta? John Travolta's son? No. Yeah. Really? Wasn't he? Then why would he take that role? It's like a mockery of autism. Like, it's ridiculous. I did not know this at all. What? I thought it was. That's crazy. Um, While you're looking that up, I have a few more questions. Yeah, Jet Travolta was the eldest son of John Travolta and Kelly Preston, who died at the age of 16 in 2009. Born in 92, Jet had a a history of seizures from the age of 2, He'd been hospitalized at 15 months old with Kawasaki disease and was on the autism spectrum. Wow. I remember him. Yeah, there's the pictures of him and everything. I never knew that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. That makes the fanatic make even less sense. Mm. Okay. I'm sorry. Anyway. Chuck, you had questions? Yeah. I have a lot of questions, but I'll start with this one. (laughs) Eight, there's eight episodes in this season. We have five left. That's short. Yeah. Um, who's 
Who's the bad guy? <laughs> is it the Empire? Is it Davy Jones? Is it the Kraken? Is it who? 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 I would expect. I would expect. I would expect it's whoever this woman is, it, is working for. Is it this woman? Is it the New Republic? We like. Who's the actual villain in this show? We don't know that yet. I, I don't feel like we're gonna know it until much later on. Same. Just, Same. The, the, the issue is this, and I'm gonna keep saying it every single episode. They don't know where they're going. They don't know what they're doing. This is very much Matrix Resurrections. Why are they doing this? Why? Why and why? It's just—it's a bunch of whys. <laughs> Up until this episode, I was fine because they—it was—it was a straight line. It was linear, you know. And I understand that Star Wars doesn't always do things linear. They bounce around, you know. They have their their, which I do miss the cut shots sometimes. How they cut the shots and they they do that. They stopped doing that. Um, what do you mean the uh, the wipes and stuff? The transitions. Yeah, you don't yeah. see it as often. No. Um, and, you know, you, you're introduced to a bad guy and the potential in the first episode, and you're introduced to the big, big bad guy in the first episode because you're introduced to the – and then the big guy, Davy Jones. And then it just – then it goes, you know, we're going to do all this stuff. And then it flips over to here, and you're like, Why? I was actually enjoying – so I, the other way around. I was actually enjoying what was going on in the first episodes, and then this one came about, and I was like, why? I, I don't – I don't. this is making me not like this TV show. This wow. episode is making wow. me not like this TV show because it's so off base. It is so out there. Um, yeah, I don't so get – I don't know. I, there's so many questions, and we only have five episodes to answer all of them. It's not enough time. I agree with Lee. I don't think we're going to know who the big bad is until later. I also agree with you, Chuck, that eight episodes. Not enough time. Yeah, something should have happened by at least now. But I think they're planning the seeds for that. I still think whoever the big bad of the season is going to be, it, it's probably going to be an introduction. And in, in television... Maybe the two of you are familiar with this. In television, there are these things called filler seasons where not a mm. whole lot happens. This is kind of beginning to feel like a filler season. So you'll have your I'm, gems. I'm gonna... You'll have your one or two episodes that are really, really good. But there are multiple, multiple theories that could be out there for who the big bad is and how they can introduce it and why. Is it going to be somebody new? I don't think it's going to be somebody new because they already introduced Swamp Thing. Um, and I think he's going to be more of a side character type thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm thinking maybe new to live action. I mean, they could really introduce Thrawn here. I mean, they already showed the Pergil, you know, the space whales um, when that Grogu was watching when they were in hyperspace. They already showed those, and that is meaning that Admiral Grand Admiral Thrawn is going to show up. So, whether that means he's going to be the big bad in this, um, honestly, you guys will love Thrawn. The character is really, really cool, um, both in the books and in what's considered canon in Rebels. His big thing is that he, what makes him a good strategist, is that he studies the art of the culture. 
um, that he's kind of like fighting against. So let's just say he's trying to find, he's trying to capture Mandalorians. He will study Mandalorian art and find the intricacies of how they express, you know, artistic things and use that as a way to kind of like trap them. It's it's really weird, but it's really cool. Like mm. he's he's like a sophisticated, um, like genius. I and he's always like steps ahead of of the whoever's against him. I have a few credits it, it, on yeah. Audible. Maybe I'll uh, listen to them. Yeah, I mean that's I did one of them that way. You can get one. Um, don't do the abridged. Um, there's one that Anthony Daniels reads, and it's the abridged version, and it's like half the book. They cut out like all the details. Okay. So if you want the detailed ones, you know, then it's it's worth it. Um, I liked it, but the Anthony Daniels one is is interesting because it's obviously before anybody said Coruscant in the show and like the movies or anything. So he's calling it Coruscant the whole time, and I'm like, Anthony Daniels is calling it Coruscant, and it's not Coruscant. <laughs> anyway, um, like of all people, uh, anyway, but he's doing all the different voices and stuff. But there's there's one guy who I heard who was doing a really good job with different voices. Sometimes he would sound like Han. Sometimes he would sound like Luke when they're doing it. But anyway, um, it was like the only time I did Audible was to catch up while I was on the road with where I was in the books. I had free uh, free credits. Anyway, this guy's doing an ear thing when he's nervous. Um, he goes into this whole thing about his mother who was very loving and she died. Um, but um, if they found a way to properly clone organs, they would have saved her. She wouldn't have gone through any of what she went through. So, you know, again, he, he wanted, he had the best intentions of why he thought cloning was important. And it's, it's, it's his life work. It's what he does. It's what he's passionate about. And because he's, you know, taken out of that position, he can't do what he's always wanted to do. He's been fascinated by this forever because he had a mission and a reason to. So I can have some sympathy for him. But he does later on this episode get a little mad scientist-y, which, especially in my second viewing, hearing his speech here, it was like, oh, okay. He wasn't just, you know, talking about it just to talk about it. He was talking about it because he still had a major passion for it. Um, and there's a bunch of rich people that are happy that he's there. That's the best way to put it. Um, but I love the line that he has from that guy who looks like the Disney version of Ichabod Crane. Um, that's the best way I can explain who the, what this guy looks like. He's making these little faces. Yeah. That really like Crane. But he, he's like really annoyed. He's like, imagine me, <laughs> a soldier. <laughs> you know, ridiculous. But I love the line that he says there. He's just like, Empire, New Republic. <laughs> it's all the same, isn't it? Oh, well, I guess that's why they tell me to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> and then he yep. goes off, and I'm like, ooh. like it's. I actually really appreciated the way that they put – I mean, it was pretty on the nose that that's what they were doing here, but this whole episode is about, you know, the New Republic and everything that everybody's, like, pushing for right now is not as great as we all thought um, or we're all hoping that it would be. What you find something? No, I was looking up Tron. I think I found. I I'm hoping this is the right version because it's narrated by Mark Thompson and it's 16 hours. So yeah, it might be the Mark Thompson one. Is is it the first one? Heir to the Empire, I think it is. Right. It just says it just says Thrawn Star Wars. Oh, that's different. That's really? different. That's not that's not the uh, that's not the original trilogy. You're looking for Heir to the Empire. Heir to the Empire. I believe that's the first of the three original. Anyway, 
Um, so they're there. He's getting a cab ride back, which, um, this reminds me of Total Recall. Remember the Johnny Cab? Welcome to Johnny Cab. Yeah, a little bit. A little <laughs> um, bit. But it's just this, it's just this happy droid, and I feel really bad for the droid. I don't know why. He's so nice to him, and Pershing is just like a total jerk. And again, the second viewing of this made me look at him in a whole different light because he is just obsessing over his work that he's yeah. no longer doing. Yeah. And it makes it makes me like this episode a lot more. Um, because before I was kind of like, why is this happening? He's like, he's not a bad guy, but it's like, but he is like hyper focused and obsessing over his work that he can no longer do. It's not just like a, oh, I wish, oh, I wonder. No, he is obsessing from the beginning we, to the first time we see him until the end when he's uh, he's not obsessing anymore. He's feeling refreshed. Um, I think you're. I think the throw off is that he's he's kind of geeky. So he goes yeah. against the trope of mad scientist. Yeah, which I which think is, is really point. cool. I think that's yes. I think that's a really cool element that they threw in here. Right. So he's not interested in the talking droid. He's like, you're going to Amnesty Housing. Oh, you should check out the botanical botan- uh, botanical gardens. They are beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, just like <laughs> it's hell ridiculous. of a day, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I love Total Recall so much. We have to do it. The original. The only yeah. one that yeah. Um so he meets some neighbors that are out there in the courtyard. They're having some drinks. Also X Empire. And then we see G sixty eight, who also worked with Gideon too. Right. Now we recognize this character. Um she she was, you know, in uh season two. We did see her there. She's played by Katie O'Brien. Um, but she was also in Quantumania. Remember, she was like yes. that warrior girl yes. or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I remember. So when, as soon as I saw her here, I'm like, oh, she was in Quantumania. But wasn't she also in something else? Okay. She's been in a few things. Always. Oh, no, I wasn't of- shaking my head no that she was in something else. I was shaking my head no to the um, you saying Quantumania. That's why I was shaking my head no. Well, I know that. I, oh, okay. okay. I'm just saying. So. Um, so anyway. Yep. So she's there. Um, I'm trying to pick, I'm trying to figure her out and I'll say I didn't expect it to go the way that it was going. I thought that she was still like on Moff Gideon's side and trying to like, you know, here's this guy here. Like, that's what I thought in the beginning. She's not on the up and up. No, 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 she's not. Not at all. No. So. But there's a, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. There's something, and, that, and you're coming up to it when you do. I want to talk about it a little bit because there's one thing that confuses yeah. me. So, please. Well, so they start talking about like, oh, I didn't realize that you worked for Gideon. Oh, geez. Well, yeah. Well, what about him? I heard that this happened to him. I heard this happened. Yeah, didn't they? I heard they hooked him up to a mind flare. Like all these things. You know, I heard Captain America's on the moon. You know, like all these things. What happened to him? What happened to him? I'm like, okay. So here they mention mind flare. Um, I hear Mind Flayer, I think Stranger Things. That's pretty much all that comes to my mind. Um, anyway, long live the New Republic, and they start talking about what the things that they miss. And what he misses is the little yellow travel biscuits that they used to have in their ration packs. So they make jokes, oh, I remember that. Why would you think of that? Oh, of all the things. She goes, well, I like the red ones. Yeah, well, blah, 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 you know. Okay. So he's like, all right, well, good night, everybody. Goes back home, um, and he's, you know, Learning about um, Coruscant, which they called it a uh, what do they call it? An Ecunomopolis or something? Like yeah. it was basically saying it's like an entire planet is just a city. Yes, and it's 
not quite the center of the universe, but it might as well be, um, which has been referred to as the center of the universe in the Star Wars universe forever. Um, somebody ding-dong ditches him and leaves us a box of biscuits. That's cool. And I, I love how the biscuits, for some reason, because they're pressed, the way they're pressed, it almost reminds me of Pez. It's like a giant Pez. <laughs> I don't know. I guess so. It's, it's, it's interesting. Um, I would love a giant Pez, especially the lemon ones. So he goes off to work. Now, what does this scene remind you of? Mama's boy. <laughs> that was random. From Ant from Andor. No, yeah, from Andor. Mama's boy. Going to okay. work. This scene reminds you of Mama's boy yeah. from Andor? When he goes to his cubicle. When he goes to his cubicle and he's working. Yeah, it's similar to that. A little bit. Yeah. But we see this thing where he's basically doing a job. It's very much like Mama's boy. I see that. Because remember he was doing stuff at his computer asking questions and trying to file reports and blah blah blah. Well the thing is here he's looking and he's going through his stuff, and he's just like, okay, hey, can I just do some, you know, can I do this? He can't do his research. He wants to, but he can't. So then he starts talking no. to, um, um, oh, yeah, later on that comes up. But he's walking outside with G68, and they're eating these CG popsicles, it which looked, annoy me so much. It's so stupid looking. I thought they were supposed to be like gel, so they were kind of floppy, and that's yeah. what they were trying to get away with. Yeah. But still, it was very unnecessary, it very distracting, so very dumb. Disney. Yeah, yes. it was horrible, and I wish they never did it again. That's that's the big dumb. Well, it, it wasn't – no, part, no. Total, this, this whole, whole next... part was absolutely necessary. The this rock? whole scene was absolutely necessary. No, well – no, this okay, is okay, all right, all right, all right. You know what? I will take that back. I do have something positive to say about The Rock. <clears throat> Sean Connery was great in it. Aside from that. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson had so, some really great dad jokes. In wow. So you said this whole part is absolutely necessary, and I agree with you. The only thing yes. I think is stupid here is the CGI popsicles. They look so stupid. Right. There's no reason mm -hmm. to do that. And just like, it's Disney. No. It's, Disney. it's no. very, very Disney. What very I will Disney. say, though, not so much about the conversation that they're having, but The Rock. Mm -hmm. I like this. She's testing him. She's testing him to find out if he will do what she says. Mm -hmm. And he does. Yes. That's fine. What she says, though, is stupid. Stupid. This is the only part of the planet that you can actually touch. Yeah. Except that it's not because we obviously see in Attack of the Clones when Anakin goes to the surface of the planet and is walking on it. And he's on streets and he's walking around on the actual surface of Coruscant. So Was that Coruscant? That was Coruscant, yes. You sure? Because of course, yes. Of course, when, yes. When the little insect bugs are trying to attack Padme, and he jumped out. Coruscant. That's Coruscant. Hmm. Huh. Well, I I don't know if that was actually the ground, though. I think that the point was, was it's a it's a floating city type thing. Like a lot of the planets in Star Wars are just floating cities, like Cloud City and others. They're not actually on the the ground. Oh, a lot no. of them. I didn't say all of them. No, 
there's there's, there's the cloud city but uh-huh. when 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 obi-wan goes to the clones and he's on the ocean when they're going to find count dooku and he's in the caves when they're on the hoth planet and they're on the frozen ground when they're with the ewoks and they're in the forest wait a minute can we back up for a second what what exactly is your argument here I, 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 I'm sorry. That rock is not the only part of the planet that you can touch. Was that actually a line of dialogue? She said, she, Did she say why, that? That's why it's sticking out. And she goes, the cool thing is, she goes, go ahead, touch it. And she goes, it's the only part of the planet that you can touch. I, I thought she said that it was the highest point on the planet. It's the only part it's- of the planet that you can touch. Okay. She I, did say that, it's, which is stupid. That's a double line. Okay, yes, that's a, that's a stupid line. That's a really true. stupid line. They go I, to the they go to the surface, and attack of the clones. I okay, so I could honestly care less on whether or not it's. I the the the, the point is is that she's trying to see how far she can push him before he'll. She can push him as far as she wants to. He'll do everything that she says. He's completely but, manipulatable. But would would and if if you saw that and someone said, "Go ahead, touch it," wouldn't you want to? Well, he asked. Right, and she go if you were if you were told that this is the only part of the planet that you can touch, <laughs> and it's there in front of you, <laughs> you it would make you want to be like, well, "Let's give it a try." Yes, of course. Kind of cool. So yeah, the it was the only part you it's dumb. Uh, anyway, um, okay. So they're at the peak of Umai, as we said it. Don't touch it. <laughs> Basically, he goes to touch it, and a droid comes by. Don't touch it, and don't litter either. And he like, picks up the popsicle stick and oh takes it off. Oh, my God. She laughs at it, and it's like, okay, she's continuously trying to do two things. One, she's testing him to see how far he'll go. And two, she's also using this as an opportunity to befriend him. Because he's totally going like falling yeah. into it, yeah. and it's it's working. Yep. Um, they're gonna kiss. Yeah. Sure, they are. So, um, he's sitting down with his check-in droid again, as you mentioned, very very Blade Runner. Um, she's asking any undue stress or anger or resentment towards your coworkers or anybody in the New Republic. No, no, no. Everything's good. So he starts asking about pursuing his own research again, just recreationally, just, you know, for fun. It's like, um, yeah, you were a cloner and geneticist. Uh, that class of research is prohibited in the Coruscant Accords. Sure it is. You know, gives them the specific reference number and everything like that. It's prohibited. Which, yeah, sure it's it is. Prohibited. Sure it is. You can't do it. Got it. Yeah. So anyway, that's where that is. Um, so he's like, okay, great. He moves on. And then starts talking to her again and saying, like, I really feel like this, there's more that we could do here. I feel like, you know, I, sh- I should be able to do this. What do you need to continue this? Well, I need supplies, like a mobile lab station. Um, and he finds out from her that they would need to leave the designated, you know, perimeter, the area where they're, they're supposed to stay because they're in the amnesty program. Now, what I failed to say is the amnesty program is basically when they reconditioned people who were in the Empire, working for the Empire, so they could now work for the New Republic. Okay. Yeah, okay. It, there's so much about this that screams incompetence to me. Oh, yeah. So, he's sitting... What? 
What was that? No idea. What? That was loud. Well, that was well, really well. loud. Oh, I found the microphone. <laughs> it must be under the speaker. Oh, okay. It's not affecting my recording, though. Okay, Just you guys. okay, Sorry. okay, okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> so there's so much about what's going on here in these couple of scenes that just scream incompetence to me about the New Republic. One, he's sitting down giving, you know, his 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 responses to a droid. How is it not, like, a thing where you have somebody on the other end going over the responses and being like, huh, this mm, guy seems hesitating. a little off. Yeah. He's hesitating mm -hmm. here. He's asking questions about, you know, genetic research. Maybe let's keep an eye on him and not let him leave. Just just, just a yeah. thought. Just a thought. Because, because what is the point of this droid? Exactly. To, what is the point of if, having if this happen? Mm -hmm. If not, If not to Blade Runner, or at the very least... You keep an eye on, like, okay, we're gonna well, surveil this person for a little him. while. Sure, we're gonna. They we're did gonna... Have an eye on him. It's the whole point of this episode. Is she has her eye on him, and she's putting him in those positions. Not her, because she's not on the up and up. Mm, okay. She got a lot of other things going on. That's that's that. She's that's not part of the new the new rebellion, the new whatever it is. She's. I'm willing to bet that she's uh she's still a spy for the Empire. Of course. She is empire through and through. That I believe that 100%. I don't think that there's any other way that you can really take what she's doing here. That's that's number one. Number two, what was number two? I forget my number two. I'm done with number two. It'll come back to me. Okay. It'll come back to me. So we get to this next part where he's in his lab again, and he talks to that guy who walks through his lab constantly. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, L52, L52, you're not supposed to do that. We can't do this. We well, need to. You can't do what? He's basically going through files and saying, why? Like, this is set to be, you know, it's coded to be destroyed. Why? This is really good stuff and valuable information. And he's like, yeah, that's imperial information. It needs to be destroyed. Like, we're going through a ton of stuff right now. So here's my question. They're stealing this stuff, you know, this, this information from these Star Destroyers. And then they're manually destroying everything. Uh -huh. Why not just blow up the ships? Uh -huh. Save a bunch of time. Save a bunch of manpower. Save a bunch of money or credits, whatever they want to call it. Blow up the ships. And now they won't be behind. They won't be behind anymore. I have a better idea. I have a better idea. Just take everything to Tatooine and bury it in the sand. Oh, yeah. they, so did, they did it. it. They did it. They did it with the ET games. Just, do, just mm -hmm. do that, and everything goes away. Uh huh. Yeah. Just dump it to crump it. Yeah. So. No, but that. What, what's the purpose of this, though? His point, though, what is the purpose of what they're doing? Right. They're scrubbing it for what reason? I don't, I don't I'm, know. I'm not even a hundred percent sure that they're scrubbing everything, because clearly. Right, they have the mind flare. So clearly they're right. using well, imperial yeah, just because just because stop. Just because you throw a fresh cone of paint on something doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. So I mean there's there there has to be some other reason. There's something there are different parts to the ship that I'm fixing for you. There's something sketchy going on. <laughs> yeah. So he he wants to salvage the stuff. Like he's like, we could use this stuff. Of course. 
Um, but he kind of gets into it. He's just like, and, and all this Imperial tech could be put to good use. And, and he's got really valid points. Yeah, he got a good point. He does, absolutely. He got a good point. And the guy's like, well, you, you can't do that. But listen, we're really behind. But you could put in a request. Like, this guy's kind of going back and forth on, like, whether he wants to deter him or, you know, he's going to actually give him information. So, like, so we hey, never mind. So hold on. We had this conversation during Andor when you when you brought up why the rebellion has they always have older technology because they keep taking stuff from the old empire or the old this or the old that and they're using that, which is why their codes are always so old. <laughs> but in this, the they don't out. do that. But in this, they don't do that, though. They have to destroy it. They can't. Up until this point, they've been using old empire, which is why we had that conversation, which is why mm -hmm. all their ships, all their stuff is always like a generation older than the empire because they're using. They're the getting older. all the old stuff. Right. But here they can't do that. Why? Well, because why, this is why does it change? This is after the empire. I don't know. It's after the empire. I think. I think the hard, the hard part is this: we have all the Star Wars, all the Star Wars content now, and the timelines are starting to get confusing. Wait, this was then. Oh, okay, this happened here. This happened at that this point. Is, this is, people. this is after Andor. This is after uh -huh. Return. This is uh -huh. after the the original trilogy. Uh huh. So but even up the sequel trilogy. I get that. But mm -hmm. what I'm saying is all the way up through Return, mm -hmm. they were using old Empire equipment. <laughs> old old Empire ships, old Empire codes, old Empire stuff, whatever. Mm -hmm. Now, a few years after that, oh, no, we can't use old Empire stuff. It needs to be destroyed. Why? Right. Why? I, I don't know. It... it, it, it. Again, I just think continuity error. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say it's a continuity error. I would. There's just no answer for it right now. Yeah, there's no answer for it right now. I think you know what you know what the answer is here. The New Republic is up to some no good, and I am sure we will discover what exactly that is. Mm-hmm. This they is, probably already went through the information, and then they're giving it to him to destroy the empirical copies. The yes, copies of that it. could be. That could be. What they needed out of it. That could be. That could be a thing. Um, mm -hmm. Picture it this way: if you're, if you're a criminal, if you're a thief, some of the first things you do when you steal a hot ticket item is to shave off serial numbers, whether it's on a gun or if it's under the hood of a car or or anything of that. That's that. That's kind kind of how I take this. Get rid of the trace that we even have this stuff. Mm -hmm. For what purpose? If it's the entire we don't know yet. Republic, we don't know right, yet. We don't know what the reason is yet. We 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 we've almost literally because the the timeline on the show it, not a lot of time has gone by in the grand scheme of things. We've just been introduced to this new government. We have almost zero to no idea what they're actually up to. So. Mm -hmm. I think it's I think it's a little soon to jump the gun and say this is a continuity error, since we don't really have a whole lot of information to go on. Now, if we get you know two three years into this and they're still 
not a whole lot of then 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 we can talk about burning down with fire then we can get crazy about you know errors but as of right now i'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt that eventually some of this stuff will be explained i don't think they're gonna go ahead what was the what was the empire called in this in the sequel trilogy the new order right yeah yeah okay that's the new order right so it's a lot of time passes i mean there's a lot of time. I think, I think this quote-unquote New Republic becomes the new order. It's quite possible. It's quite possible. You have Absolutely. you have you have a, a mad scientist that wants to continue his research with cloning. Yeah, but he's toast. For, he's, he's toast. Uh, I don't think he comes back the same. No, he's not going to come back the same, but he's going to come back. Mm. Not with all the same knowledge. There's... She fried his brain. Yeah. Maybe she just fried his memory because there was he did he did voice that concern. You're gonna you're gonna erase my memories. Mm-hmm. And he they did said voice no. that concern. And, and what's yeah, his name? They, they track, said, said no. no. They said no. But then, what's her name? Turns it up to eleven. So we'll whatever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Keep going. <laughs> So you can send him a request, and he's like, never mind, forget I asked anything, and eats a biscuit. Yep. Okay. So he sits down with, with the uh, the interrogation droid again, you know, as he usually does, and he basically, after listening to all the questions and just saying, yep, yep, no, nope, he's nope, whatever. way he, off. He's, he's way off. He's and way off. Nothing. He asked the question, he's like, hey, so it's our job to, like, help the New Republic, right? And helping the New Republic supersedes everything else, right? She's like, yeah, of course. Like, All right. Bye. So let's go get the mobile lab station. That's his plan. So they sneak into the train and out of the area, you know. Um, now, here's here's what I will say. I watched this episode and I said, now it's time for me to play the game, Jedi uh, Fallen Order. Because I know that the game starts off in a, a junkyard like this where they're tearing apart yeah. um, ships and stuff. Yeah. So, I, so I did spend some time Thursday night and played through the whole first level and all that stuff with it. And it was it was cool just to go through it again. So I did, I did watch some gameplay of how the game started off like a year ago. And I'm like, oh, I'd love to play this game sometime. So it was on my list of if I ever get a little pocket cash, I'll buy a used copy. Four bucks. So the fact that on sale for four bucks a few weeks ago, I was like, yeah. So <laughs> I'm just yeah, I'm I'm happy I got that. So I'm playing it. I'm I'm happy. But I love that we go to this junkyard, um, and it's basically the same place where Cal starts his journey that we see in the show or in the in the game rather. Um, they're on they're on the train. And you got this big guy. I forgot what species he is, but he's kind of staring at them. I can't tell if he's a grump or if he's just like a dude just hanging out there. Seems like a dude just hanging out there. And she looks over and she goes, Tongs days. Am I right? (laughs) So makes me, you know, just the whole days, days of the week are different names. You just know Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday. You never hear it otherwise, ever. They never mention what day it anything is. Yeah. So I guess Tongs, Tongs Day is a day. Tongs Day. Great. I love how she just goes, Tongs Day, is my right? And he's just like, eh, yeah, eh. you know, whatever. Um, and then the ticket droid starts showing up. You know, we get a little um, oh, Last Crusade, which you've never seen here. 
which is great. Um, going around, trying to figure it out. And they're jumping from car to car to trying to avoid these ticket droids. Um, at one point, they go into one car, and they're all staring at them. And, and you know, nervous Nelly, Mr. Uh, Pershing here, just goes, that's Hong's days. Am I right? Like, it was super weird and awkward. She goes, yeah, you got to work on that. They're not – this is not just a regular car. When when they go yeah. into the next car, and it's they're like all high, staring at them, high, people. well-to-do suits mm-hmm. – are he- yeah, they do nothing. Nope, nothing. Wait, okay. Nope, nothing. Nothing. Sure. Nothing. How do they survive this? Uh, they jump off a train. That's going super fast. No, the train was actually it was slowing down at the next stop. It was still going really fast. It was still going was- fast. Do it you? Super, it did not slow down. Do you it actually left it, the platform no, it, they were on, and it was going off into the air? I know it was I, slowing down because they said, "Here's the next stop," and they couldn't wait any longer, so they hopped off. It was starting to slow down. It was starting, but it was still going fast enough that something else should have happened. I hate this trope where you see somebody jump off of a train and then all of a sudden physics don't work. This is not uh-huh. how. This is not how any of this is no. supposed to happen. No. Not at all. It, they don't even, just go straight down. They would go. They would go straight down, and their whole bodies, because of the momentum, they would just skid. And flip and. <laughs> That's just what? <laughs> right. Yes. 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 That's what happens. I. So, thank God those. What, what, what did they land on? Foam pillows. Yeah, they they landed on something that was tarped up, and they just Jesus, wow, okay. Chuck. So then they get into a star destroyer. Why? <laughs> they go into a star destroyer. Yes, they and do. They uh, they have their official introduction. She's like, I must have passed you about a hundred times and never introduced myself. So let's change that now. I'm Alia Kane. Okay, cool. Yes, I'm Penn Pershing. Yes, Sounds she great. Is. Okay. They're so they find now. the lab. Yep. They pack what they need, or that's he's like, I'm just gonna get what I need, just a few things to get started here. Um and he starts talking about like why he became a scientist, how he always wanted to do this. His mom was a doctor or whatever and used to follow her around. You ever had a chance he's like, you you know, what did you want to be when you grew up? And she just goes, uh, never had a chance to think about that. She's okay. lying. Um, of course she's lying. Or she's not, or she was brought up in the Empire and just never had a chance because she was always a soldier. So another thing, and I completely miss it and I apologize. I want to back up a little bit. It just occurred to me. When he finally makes the decision that he's going to go with her to the... When he finally makes a decision that he's going to go with her to the junkyard and get his medical supplies or or his, his lab equipment, let's say... And she says, all right, good, let's go. He turns around and he starts to walk away. And she has this look on her face. Now, I don't know if her look was, wow, I'm disappointed in him. Or if it was, okay, let's do this success. I still have no idea. Yeah. It's it's kind of up in the air about how I feel about her right now. It's weird. Yeah, her her face is hard to pick up. It's mm. hard to understand. Mm-hmm. She, seems, she seems very hard. But yet, when she's when she smiles and she's being friendly, you're like, oh, it, it looks really strange. Like it looks like her face should not be able to smile. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. 
So when it does smile, it's almost like when Arnold smiled in T2. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, in, in the forbidden version of T2, <laughs> the one that we had, remember, we had to try to figure out how to find it so we could, there was like a special uh, secret combination, like a Contra thing we had to do in order to make the DVD play properly. I remember having a hard time finding that, the, the deleted scenes and everything. But mm. what you're talking about, the secret way to like get, it was like a variation of backing into certain menus and going into certain men menus for Memento. Remember that? Right. Oh, yeah. That that was horrible. Ugh, it's it was so awful. weird. So weird yeah. the way those DVDs worked. Mm. So anyway, um, they're looking around. They hear noises. Um, what was that? It's the ship settling that's yeah. been yeah. here forever. Uh-huh. Yep, it's the uh, ship settling. So they uh -huh. go look. She's like, I'll take a look. And then they start walking out. They see light coming in the door, and they hear in footsteps and stuff like that. Run. Now, here's the point where I realized that she's clearly up to something. I mean, duh. But here's the point where it was very obvious. They're running away from these guys, right? Yep. With their flashlights on full blast. Mm-hmm. You don't run away from somebody with your flashlight going like this. Like, all they're doing is just like in Jurassic Park. Shut the light off. Shut the light off. And then they look up, and suddenly there's a dinosaur crushing, you know, through the, the, the moon roof. You don't, so, you don't go in. You don't say the ship is settling. Uh-huh. And then you, the ship Maybe is settling. Let's run away with our flashlights on now. Yeah. It didn't make any sense. Okay. So anyway, she set him up clearly. Yeah. He's in cuffs. Yep. Okay. So he's he's laying down now, and he's getting hooked up to a mind flare. No, no, no. It's a 602 mitigator. It, you know, does this and this. It's a similar device, but it's been approved by the New Republic, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, it gets the helmet. The helmet comes out. Um, and he's like, no, it's a mind flare. And he goes, no, this isn't the Empire, son. This is actually used to heal. He's done it himself. Uh-huh. He's been in one yeah. of himself. Mm -hmm. I, I have another question about this. He says, I've been through the treatment myself, yes. and I found the experience quite refreshing. Quite refreshing. <laughs> they go to the they they go to the, the Star Cruiser. The Star Destroyer. Destroyer. Thank you. And they he gets the lab equipment. Uh -huh. And then they're outside and the gunmen show up. The cops show up. The jig is up. And she picks up the case. They just let they her keep you? this? No, they have it now. For what yeah, purpose? That's my question. Is mm -hmm. Why did they troll him this whole time with this? Like, what was the purpose of it? To get, the, it to to get, get the materials, to get the supplies. Because mm -hmm. they couldn't just do that on their own? I don't mm -hmm. think they have another, you know, genetics scientist on hand that they would just be able to... We need, he knows what to do in there. He knows what to get. He knows where everything would be. This is the easiest way to, I mean. How is, how is that helpful? He grabbed a couple of knickknacks and threw them in a box. <laughs> to well, you, hang on, hang on. To the three of us, they're knickknacks. To him, they're, you know, valuable necessities for further but his research. But he's We don't okay, know none that. Of, none of this makes sense and here's the reason why if they needed it they could have just asked him he was obviously willing to go in there on his own 
and grab this stuff. Right. They only needed to ask him about the stuff. They could they could have done what she did and lied about why they needed it and just recruited him and gone and done it. That could have happened. Two, if she is for the Empire and she's playing like a um a triple agent type deal where she's pretending to be this person who's pretending to be that person who's actually pretending to and she's actually playing both sides. Um, why? And she, you know, she is, he's a friend of mine, which is coming up soon, but then she turns up to 11. What was the purpose of this whole thing when it could have just been, Hey, we need you to get this. We're going to fly you over there. We're going to, cause we're already pulling it apart. Anyways, grab it for us, bring it to us. We're not going to tell you the reason why. And then here you go. No, they have to do this whole storyline because why? We're not going to understand until we see her again. Okay. I I doubt they're going to answer that question. I'm pretty sure they are. I, I, I don't have a problem with this. If, listen, if any of us were hired or asked to, to, to perform, you know, a heist like this, or we have to, you know, go into a hospital and somebody gives you a list to come up with all all of these supplies and everything else. None of us would know where to look. None of us would know what cabinet to open. We would all be fumbling around. We wouldn't know what to do in that situation. She is she's she's a soldier. She has no idea what any of 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 these instruments look like. Nothing. They need him for that reason. I don't think it has anything to do with the items that he took. I do. Who's they? They don't spend, no, stop. They don't spend this entire time, this 40 minutes building up, you know, getting a geneticist or or genetic scientist, whatever you want to call it, building this up just for the end result to be, oh, nothing. No, he had to come, just just like, uh, you know, you have to tell me if you're a cop, right? And DJ Qualls there, the new guy, you know. Is just like he has. They have to get to a point where he does something before they can just arrest him. And he clearly went to go grab those materials so he can do his work. And as soon as he had those in his hand, there we go. Right, but his work from his from his perspective wasn't going to be for the empire. Right, for her it is. But if she's working for the empire, who ha- and she also was working for this new republic, and she's helping. Who is she helping out? The New Republic or the Empire? She's helping. So she's, she's helping the Empire, but she needs him to do it. So, so she, she, hang on, hang so on, hang on. She, she's 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 for they, she's. But the but the these cops, these police people, whatever they are, the, these cops are thanking her for what she did. Right. Why? If, yes. If she's doing yes. this for the Empire. Why isn't the New Republic also charging her for the same thing that he's being charged for? Because she was there as an accomplice. Well, obviously she was in on it. Obviously, obviously she's in on it. Mm-hmm. With the New Republic. So sure. The New Republic, so if the New Republic needs these items, why didn't the people of the New Republic say, Hey, doctor, will you go with us to the Star Destroyer to grab these things and then pull them out? Re- repeat that one more time. You know why? The New Republic, she is obviously working with the New Republic to get these items with the doctor guy. Yes, I think that's obvious, yes. It's obvious, right. So, 
But then she's also a, a, a secret agent for a double agent for the for the Empire. Sure. At the very end when she eats the biscuit, that kind of gives it away. Yeah. Yes. So, so she's but the, the New Republic needs these pieces, needs yes. all this equipment. Why didn't the people in the higher ups say, hey, this guy is knowledgeable. He knows what we need. We'll just fly him down to the Star Destroyer and say, hey, we need these parts. Go grab them. Call it a day. For the same reason, the- for the same reason that all three of us have questioned the the uh, the motivations of the New Republic. There's a lot of shady backroom deals, and uh, they could have still been. Sh- they could have. St- they could have left him in the dark as to why. They could have not told him the whole story. They could have given him a false implications as to why they needed it, which is what they were doing. That you know. Just the way what's his name did in um, Rogue One when he was building the secret the the in the Death Star he was doing it for them while all the time he was also building in the the trigger that blew the whole thing up. Um, Jin's father. Yeah, yeah. Um, they could have done the exact same thing to this guy that he was doing to the Empire, and they didn't. Why? Why? Why are they hiring her to play this trick on this guy when she's ultimately playing for the Empire? None of it makes sense. Right, because we don't... You you guys are running off of speculation, and you're asking questions based off of your speculation. You're guessing what her motivation is. I'm not guessing what her motivation is. I'm trying to figure out what their motivation is because they hired her to hire him to go get these parts when they're the ones overseeing the you whole thing. You are making a lot of assumptions, and you don't know. I'm, I'm, Then why on. wasn't she arrested? Why did she find out later? She is clearly working. She's, cl- hang on. She's clearly working. She's clearly working for the New Republic. She clearly set him up to take the fall for this. Clearly. That's, there, there's no question here at all. We don't know to what magnitude. We don't know what her motivations are. We don't know whether or not he's going to be a vegetable when 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 he comes out of the mind flare. My only spe- let me we finish. We don't even know in what show we're gonna find out exactly. The rest let me let me let me finish this thought process and then I'm gonna let you go. We don't know the answer to any of those questions. What we do know is that for whatever reason. The supplies that were on this ship had to be obtained. That's one. Also, it, in some ways, I think it also has to be off the book. It, it, there can't be really any record of this ever happening. If what you're it's saying is, hang on, it. hang on. If what you're saying is true, and the new order and and the new republic just comes forward and says, hey, we want to hire you to do this, there ha- there would have to be some kind of record of it somewhere. But this way it's just oh we we get off scot free again they need him they need him because you got the answer to that beginning of this of this at least the segment where you but have the where you have the guy that. where you have the guy coming around you know handing over hey you have to do this he even asks him oh my god you're 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 a genetic engineer or some sort what are you doing here with us there's a reason why he's there this is the reason why and then you I, get that line I, of dialogue, and then you get that really weird line of dialogue, like, oh, my God, don't turn the mind flare on. It's going to wipe my memory. I don't think it's going to be a complete vegetable. I still he, – he has to serve some use going forward. 
This didn't this didn't this didn't all happen for nothing. Something is something else is going to happen. We're going to find out what's at play with the new order. We're going to find out what's at play with him and his genetic research. These things I I believe these things are going to come together in some way. I don't think they just put this in there for a but why though. That's that doesn't make any sense. I I, I get that, but they Rogue One needed to be off the books. So they were off the books. Even Ro- they, they were, were rebels. That's a big difference. They weren't going to do it until Jin and Andor took off and went and did it. Right. They did it. They they went aside and did that. But the, right. but the rebellion still knew about it. This is the rebellion ten years later. So this is the same. This is the same people. This is what the rebellion turned into. Was this new republic? I doubt that very much. It's the good guys fighting against the Empire. This is the new Republic. It was the Republic that turned into the uh, that turned into the rebellion. That was the resistance that turned that turned back into the new Republic. That's what this is supposed to be. So it's supposed to be. be supposed to be. There's a whole so, lot of time missing here. From this is shortly after return. But there's still a lot of time. There's still time missing here because there are certain people who are not involved at all with this government who absolutely should be. We all agree that there's some shady things going on, that this isn't what was intended. And, you know, positions of power and all that great stuff. And it just breathes. uh, Come come on. Right. But here's my but my maybe I'm not asking my question right, because here's the thing. We do, I don't want to. I don't need to know why she's doing it right now. Obviously, she set him up. Yes. Is she working? She's working for the Empire. She's also working for the New Republic. We get that. Sure. She's obviously mostly on the Empire side, acting as a double agent for, for them being in the New Republic. But she got this equipment for the New Republic, not for the Empire. So we don't know that. Repu- we you don't know that. You don't know. You don't know that. We don't know any of it. We're just playing guessing games. The reason why I say she got it because if the new republic hang on, hang on one second, Chuck. How can you say that I'm playing a guessing game? I've referenced everything that was in this episode. I understand that, but we're still guessing what's actually going on. Who she's working for? What's going on here? Why these? Well, the only reason why we're saying that she's working for the empire is because she ate the biscuit. They made that clear. I think that's very that. obvious. That's so on the nose. Um, but what I'm trying to say is the New Republic knew that she was doing this to set him up. We don't know that. Why wasn't she arrested then? Because we, she's been with the New Republic. She's been with the New Republic. This guy we, was like there for two days. No, yeah. she is also part of the amnesty program as well too, which means that Uh-oh. she's going through the same – she might be a but, week or two weeks further along than him. Mm-hmm. We don't know how much longer she's been there, but she is going through the exact same program. She's wearing the same uniform and everything. Right. She is going through the same program as him. Uh-huh. She is clearly in this part because she was not arrested. Mm-hmm. She backed up and let him take the fall because they knew that she was there because they hired her to do this job with him. That's clear at the end of this. The question I have is no, no, no. That's not that's not where I'm saying. That's not where I'm saying that we we don't know the answer to that. Everything that you just said, I agree with you. What I, what the problem that I'm having with your with your with with your complaint right now is the New Republic wants this equipment. We don't know that. 
We, we don't. I highly doubt. I highly doubt anybody standing around with those guns knows what. Nobody there knows what they're doing. The only guy that knows what they're doing in the situation is the genetic research guy. He understands. He's the only one there that has any, I would think, he's the only one there that has any inkling on, on any of this. Like I said before, if any of us had to go into a hospital with a list of supplies that we had to get, none of us would know what we were doing. I agree with that, but the peop, the higher ups in the New Republic need this equipment for something. You don't. We don't know that. Then why have the mission? They need the equipment, but they don't know how to use it. Yes. Then why fry what his brain? Exactly. What is the point of it? That's my point. None of it makes sense because we don't know where but they're my, going. But my question for that is, if the New Republic needed this, and they needed a genetic researcher or genetic scientist to do it, they could have done all of it. They could have hired him. Uh-huh. Undercover, right? Got him to do his job, uh-huh. used him for what he needed, used the mind flare, and fry his brain for everything that he just did. Mm-hmm. But they Problem? didn't do that. No, they because there's something that. else afoot. There's the, yes, something else going there's something on. else going on. There's something else going on. To to me, it sounds like you just you don't like the fact that we're going to have to hear about it later. <laughs> No, what I don't like the fact is the New Republic hired somebody else to trick him who's part of the New Republic to go and get what they needed when it wasn't for what purpose. That is they're all on the same t- they're all on the same team at this point. Why trick him to do something that they need and then lie to him and then trick her and then all of this roundabout there's no purpose for it. Zero. I guess we'll find out later. I bet you we don't. I, I have to okay. agree with Lee on this one. I think we're going to find out the answer to that later. But for, and for the record, I don't think I'm speculating. Uh, my Everything that I'm talking about right now actually like happened in the episode. I'm not trying to go too far ahead, and I'm not trying to like play the guessing game. But her playing both sides, absolutely. She's absolutely playing She's both absolutely sides. She's absolutely playing both sides, yes. yes. So, okay. All you get there basically is... She's watching him through through the glass. You've done the right thing. For every failure, there's a success like you. Thanks for what you're doing. Great. She's like, hey, do you mind if I stay? He's relapsed, but he's a friend, and I still care about him. He's like, oh, yeah, you can stick around. And she just cranks it to 11. He walks out of the room and leaves her yeah. there. Yeah. She eats a biscuit. <laughs> That's that. I understand we all have issues with it. Let's so find did out she, next. Did time. she say that he relapsed again? No. No, no he relapsed. He relapsed. Okay. That's it. So let's he just. Relapsed. And she turns it up to oh. 11. This one goes to 11. They spinal tap this. this. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, we get back to the story that Chuck really wants to talk about, and it's Din and Bo. And they arrive at the, at the uh, whatever the planet is where the, the Mandalorians have their little covert. Um, he basically says, you know, hey, this is what's going on. Keep your helmet on. Things will go better that way. Um, so he gets down there, and you get the big guy. So this is not the same big guy we saw earlier, right? Not the one who fought with with him over the I have dark no saber. idea. I have no yeah. idea. I don't – there's always – one. There always tends to be one big guy. This dude's helmet, it's not that it's too small for him. It's the smallest helmet on that planet. And he's the biggest dude. It looks like a face mask 
because you can see his mouth moving underneath because he's got like a cloth there. Why does this dude have such a tiny helmet? I think I it's just understand. I think I think I think that's a perception thing. I think just because his shoulders are incredibly broad that his helmet looks small. No, no, no. If you compare him, um, not looking at like um, at where he's standing compared to other people, like if you look at it and you actually match it up, the helmet really is smaller than other people's helmets. Okay. I was I, I I checked it both times. I'm like, okay, no, that is a tiny helmet. It's just really tiny for some reason. I don't know why it's such a big deal, but it just looks ridiculous. Maybe they did it to make him look bigger. Possibly. Maybe that was just the thing to make this dude look like he's massive. Easier to pressurize. Yeah, much. Around just around the face, the eyes, the nose, and the mouth. So um he's like, Hey, yeah, I'm not an apostate. They're like, Yeah, you are. He's like, No, I'm not. <laughs> I went to the mines of Mandalore. Yeah, well it was those are destroyed. Nope, they weren't. Those are actually lies meant to keep keep us all in exile. So he's got proof of the living waters because he took a little vial and filled it with water. Um so they both walk in. Um Big dude, teeny tiny helmet. Um, and they go see the armorer. So she's there. What are you doing here? Again, like, he's like, oh, I brought proof. She goes, hmm, proof. Let's see. Pours it into her little, you know, water pool there. She goes, ah, these are indeed the living waters. You are redeemed. Bo-Katan, you're also redeemed. Okay. So, but she's like, but I don't walk the way. Well, did you take off your helmet? No. Well, then you may join the convert, uh, the covert. You're one of us now. Welcome. This okay. is the way. Okay. This is the first time that I've ever looked at this, and it screamed cult. Uh. Well, yeah. <laughs> Screams cult. They are shunning him when he arrives, but as soon as they realize that, oh, he he's redeemed or whatever, they shower him with love. This is the first. This is this is this is so cult one on one behavior. This is insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I don't understand why he wants to be a part of this. I, I don't, don't either. I've been saying that since Book of Boba Fett screwed everything up. No, yes, yes, Book of Boba Fett screwed everything up. That show, oh, they're they're doing a Johnson Abrams thing right here, where it's like they they finally had a good way to write things out, and then they screwed it back up again. I know we're bringing it up again, but Grogu should be gone. He should not be trying to go the way. I thought you liked Book of Boba Fett. (sighs) They screwed over the story that they could have had. You don't like the fact that that story screwed up this story. Absolutely. I'm with Lee on this one. So am I. But other than that, you did like the Book of Boba Fett, though, correct? It could have been a lot worse than it was. That is what I'll say. You heard, we've already had this conversation. I went off on it, episode one. So, or episode 17, technically, chapter 17. But all I'm saying is I'm really glad we're done talking about this episode. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes, it's very culty. Death Watch is very culty. It's they always very, have Very, very culty. This is weird. And, this, yeah. th- this is the first time where it felt just weird. Mm-hmm. Eh. So, so speaking of cults, <laughs> there's a TV show. It was phenomenal. I think it went two, maybe three seasons. Had Kevin Bacon in it. Have you ever seen The Following? I heard about it. It was this. phenomenal. Mm. It was 
amazing. It was one of the most cryptic, disturbing, like it was intense and it was fantastic. The whole movie? I, it was a TV show. The whole show was intense? <laughs> yeah, and, and it took place it, in buildings it, too. Um, <laughs> wow. But it, it was it was an insane show. It was actually really, really good. Uh, I'd recommend, you know, if you have the time, Will. Um, Lee, I know you don't. Um, try watching it. I don't know. I don't know where where if it's even streaming right now or where it would where you would find it. But it was actually a really really good. Kevin Bacon has this way of like twisting the minds of people, kind of like this whole, you know, cult thing going with the Mandalorians. But it was fantastic. Kevin Bacon's really and- underrated. Okay, never mind. Well, I guess I'm alone with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a better actor than a lot of people give him credit for. Oh, he's a great actor. Yeah, that's why I said he's really underrated. I think I just he, I don't know. He was in wild. Was it? Was he? He was in Wild Things, right? With Denise Richards. I think so. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, they just need to stop showing so much of Kevin Bacon in some of his movies. They show a little too much of Kevin Bacon in much of his movies. A hollow man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, it's not like that's that's the only thing. But yes, he is a <laughs> he is a good actor. But you would like this show. You would like this show a lot. Okay. Yeah. Well, I believe that uh completes our discussion on chapter 19 of The Mandalorian. Yeah, that pretty much wraps it up. Yeah. So, yeah. We will uh, pick up next week, one way or another. Yeah, I I just... I'm not sure where it's going. And and I think at this point, um, trying to guess where it's going to go, I just feel like we're going to be disappointed, like, every time. I'm or, still or gonna do it. Like, I'm, I, I know, I, I know, uh, but it's just I'm I'm gonna go into it with just without any expectations. You know, the stuff that happened in this episode, I did not see coming. None of it. No. I didn't see any of this episode no. coming. Last episode or the last two episodes. So at this point, I just have to go into each episode not knowing what to expect, and that's kind of what I'm gonna do. It's the only way that I'm gonna be able to get through it. Trying to guess what's gonna happen, why they're doing certain things, it's not gonna work for me. Right. So that takes that takes the fun out of this podcast, then, because that's what we do: is we try to guess the stuff that's going on. I know. And we we give our theories, and we give our this is what we think is gonna happen, and then we make stupid bets, and one of us will lose, and that's just what we do. Um, but. It'll be yeah, fun. I mean, that's what. It'll be fun. Yeah. We shall see. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody, for uh, joining us on this adventure through The Mandalorian Season 3. We will catch up with you next week. Have a good one. Have a great one, guys. Bye bye, everybody. Bye.